0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your host, Davo. With me, as always, we have Andy.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: We have Kels.
2: Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is Uh, the most monotone, feeling good, feeling great.
2: I guess you'd have to hear the song to really get it.
0: right. Right. Uh, we have Neil. Hello. That was not yeah. me binging. That was a ding. I like that ding. <laughs>
1: but, it, but it worked perfectly. It was synced. Really, it, <laughs> it reminded me to turn my phone's audio
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sadly, Allison will not be able to join us. She is in the midst of a massive T-Rex dig in Montana. So she will be unable <sighs> to attend. But when she makes her discovery of the Allosaurus Rex...
3: She'll let us know. Is it a massive dig or a massive T-Rex? Both. Wow. I dig that. Yeah. We all dig. You dig? I dig. So what are we doing today, Neil? Hey, I thought we'd play some trivia. Yay. Uh, Every week we have a theme, and in that theme we've got six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points. There's a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. And today's theme is literature. Oh, books! Do they have pictures? Um, Those are <laughs> comic books, Davo. A couple of them might. That's so a literature. You... Yeah, geez. I'm sure. I'm sure he likes the picture books that he reads to Simon. I maybe Simon. I'm not sure. Good night, goon. It's good stuff. <laughs> hey, our first category, Andy, is science.
1: Yay, science! I love the science category. I just wait for it. And it always comes first, so it's a short wait.
3: (laughs) Question one. Finish the following quote with the name of a drug from Huxley's Brave New World. Hug me, tell you drug me, honey. Kiss me, tell I'm in a coma. Hug me, honey. Snuggly bunny. Life's as good as blank.
4: Hmm.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) why not i'm locked in i'm locked in
1: oh i'm stuck on a rhyme that i can't get out of my head i'm just going with this oklahoma
3: no coma (laughs) actually is where i was going but that's not a drug you know coma was in the in the phrase right in the poem oh that's where i got it from then you're, you're rhyming coma with coma, basically. Well, it rhymes. Yeah. It's a sure it thing. Rhyme. It's a it's sure, sure, thing. Yeah.
1: sure thing, yeah. Sure
3: mm-hmm. thing. Hey, Kels, what's your answer? I
2: said, uh, my Sharona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she, was Sharona. Underage.
3: she was underage when he wrote that song, and even the, the picture of her on the cover of the album, wearing that t-shirt. Oh, I 10. didn't know she was underage in that picture. I believe so. I believe she was 17. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, Devo, what's your answer? Soma. Andy? Shrooms? (laughs) Quick answer is Soma. Yay! Soma. Okay. So it's not a real drug. I think there actually is a real drug named Soma now.
0: Now? There wasn't when the book was written.
3: No. My friend in, in high school and I, we we love that poem so much that i i couldn't memorize i've memorized it and it's not like not like it's a tough poem or anything but it stuck with me forever so as soon as i knew i was going to do a literature poem a literature mm-hmm. theme i i just read that one from memory okay nice question two dr susan calvin is the chief robot psychologist of u.s robots and mechanical men in what asimov story
2: locked in. I'm, locked I'm sorry
3: dr Calvin or Calvin,
1: Dr. Susan Calvin. Oh, that's not nearly as important. Um, locked in. <laughs> David? Uh, I, Robot.
3: Andy? I, Robot. And Kels?
2: Sonny, save Calvin! <laughs> I, Robot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's another reference I don't get. There's, there's at least six references every show that I don't get. And mostly from Kells. Yeah.
2: It's from the movie. iRobot.
3: Will oh. Smith says it. I think I watched that when it first came out. It's, it's very slow. Some would say methodical. Question three. Who is the doctor at the center of the 1976 novel, The Boys from Brazil?
1: La-cum- didn't Love this movie. Never yeah. read the book, but saw the movie. Eh. Well, I have neither
0: read nor seen this book nor movie, so I'm going to write down
2: a doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm locked into.
1: Him. Andy, uh, Doctor Mengula.
2: What? Kels. I figured it had to be Sue.
3: <laughs> David.
2: I went with Dr.
0: Death David Schultz, <laughs> smacking the hell out of John Stossel.
1: Right, see, that's a reference I don't get, so, you know. I know who John Stossel is. I don't know who
0: either one of those people were. Well, are. Dr. Death was being interviewed by John Stossel
1: uh-huh.
0: about whether or not professional wrestling was oh, fake. Oh,
1: God. Now I'm so glad I don't know either one of these people. Never mind. And we're done here. Then,
0: <laughs> then uh, Dr. Death uh-huh. said, you think it's fake? That's called an open-hand slap and slapped him across the face.
2: Oh, yeah, I've seen this video.
0: Slapped the taste out of his mouth.
3: Yeah. But you don't have to be a professional wrestler to slap somebody. No. Well, that's not the point. Right. Any, ask any matter. girl I've talked to at a bar.
0: <laughs> Maybe you were talking to pro wrestlers at a bar.
3: You yeah, don't know. There be a
1: lot of pro wrestlers. Well, it's a fun hobby.
3: It's mm. a fun hobby. Mm-hmm. There's probably too many that's another topic right, the correct answer was Joseph Mengele duh what? the voice from Brazil is about uh, Nazi hunters going to Brazil where uh, Andy could probably explain it better
1: yeah Dr. Mengele has figured out how to clone Hitler um, what but, yeah but the, the crazy part of the plot is Dr. Mengele realizes uh, that it crazy for? oh yeah it gets better yeah <laughs> He can create the the physical Hitler from the uh, from the clone, but he can't mm-hmm. um, he can't recreate Hitler's uh, youth. And so what he does is he makes multiple Hitlers and puts them in multiple families that are similar to Hitler's childhood, which was a father that left them and an over-domineering mother, and that they had German shepherds as pets. Huh. Yeah. You must really like that movie. <laughs> Actually, honestly, I think I've only seen it once, but it has such a it's one of those bizarre plots that you kind of have to think about when you're done, like it's still up there.
3: Hmm. In Germany, do they just call them shepherds?
1: I don't know. That's a valid question. Well, yeah. they probably have one of those weird German names that are about three sentences long. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> question four what sci-fi author helped to popularize the idea of geostationary satellites as telecommunications relays and I have easy mode if you need it
2: I will take it
3: I am between two
1: authors I'm gonna take the easy mode
0: I am not taking easy mode I'm locked in
1: living dangerously are you I'm, I'm going big man mm-hmm
3: so Davos locked in half points for Kells and Andy, if this helps them. He was also fascinated with the paranormal and had multiple TV series exploring those topics.
1: I am locked uh, in. That settled it for me.
2: That did not help. Um, sure. I'm locked in. Kels? I said Carl Sagan.
0: Davos? I said Arthur C.
2: Clarke.
1: Andy. I knew it had to be the opposite of Carl Sagan because I love his book um, *Demon Haunted World*. It's Ray Bradbury.
3: Well, the correct answer is Arthur C. Clarke. Oh,
1: a wrong author! Yes,
3: he had, he had <laughs> I think three different series through the '80s and maybe even into the yeah. 90s and I can
1: remember now; it's like the camera would start like panning his desk with all the weird things on his desk.
3: Yeah. Hmm. All right. At the end of round one, Devo has 30, Andy, 20 and mm. Kels 10. Uh. Which brings us to category two sports. I like sports. We'll see. Question one, <laughs> the throwback special is the story of 22 men who gather every fall to reenact a specific NFL play from 1985 that resulted in the career-ending injury of what superstar player? And for right. a bonus, who caused the injury?
1: This is troubling because it's me. This is why I ended my NFL career.
2: I am locked in. I thought sports ability ended your NFL career.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right, because I'm not
3: athletic, nor can I catch a ball. Now I remember <laughs> By my calculations, during the 1985 season, you were probably a sophomore in high school. I didn't That is know correct. They, I didn't know they took uh, NFL uh, players from high they school. They did
1: not. At, at 15, I was thinking about the tennis team. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, it seemed like an, a good idea, but it seemed like a lot of work. I'm locked <laughs> okay. in. I know half of this. I am locked in. David, uh,
3: what's your answer?
0: Well, the first thing I thought was Theismann, whose leg was utterly obliterated by Lawrence Taylor. Then I was like, why would you want to reenact that? So, <laughs> <laughs> I, <Good point>. uh, <laughs> I, I then <laughs> defaulted to Daryl uh, Stringley's being paralyzed, Sting. Stingley, I wrote it. Stingley, Daryl Stingley, um, being paralyzed by Jack Tatum. All
1: right. Andy? Um, I hadn't thought about Davo's theory that it was too horrifying to replay, but I, I definitely think it's Joe Theismann. I, I can't remember who hit him. I'm guessing because, you know, it was a leg injury. Maybe it was Ray Guy. They just went for the legs. Mm.
0: Instinct. Yeah, right. Yeah. Your most important weapon.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: All right, Kels, what's your answer?
2: Well, I'd first like to point out that, you know, you talk about the Thysman injury being, you know, like horrific. Like, Stingley was paralyzed. I know. Oh, all he's got a
0: point, Devo. Well, then.
2: It's pretty horrible, too. It's, it's horrible. Been a whole
0: notion of getting together and say hey guys let's part- who gets to be Theisman this year who gets to be Stingley this yeah,
1: urbanization walked
0: again yeah but it ended yeah. his career it's all the same thing was it. stingley exactly that's what i'm saying my point is this is a horrific thing to do
1: these are all horrific <laughs> i suppose it's like civil war reenactors once you get far enough away it's fun <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess
3: <laughs> the the other point, Devo, is that I believe Stingley, uh, that injury was in
0: 1979.
3: Oh, crap. Yeah. The correct answer, Which though, reason? is... Oh, I, I
1: didn't.
0: Let's,
3: let's oh you didn't yeah, answer oh, yet? Yeah, I, I was taking sorry.
2: a long way around. But uh, long story short, uh, Joe Theismann, who was hit by Lawrence
3: Taylor, the reason for the blinds
1: Oh, side. see, I forgot Lawrence Taylor's name.
3: Well, the correct answer is Joe Theismann was injured by Lawrence Taylor
1: okay and in the grossest thing I've ever seen on live football I, I do remember watching this game live and being just almost Ralphing <laughs> genuinely Kels you're younger than the rest of us have you seen this replay I've seen it yeah I, you
2: know I've seen oh it. it's <sighs> bad
0: it's real bad it bends uh. the
1: wrong way
2: but buddy from Louisville during the, this is the final four. Yes, yes. leg broke on the yes. court. Oh, yes. right. That was rough. that was horrible. That was that was rough. I won't say worse, but both. I'm going to say
0: worse because that wasn't covered by pants. Like it was, you know, he was wearing oh, yeah, it's, it's he's wearing shorts. Yeah, shorts. He's wearing shorts. He's wearing shorts. And uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gordon
3: Hayward. Can wasn't we
1: talk that about great, something else now? To be honest.
3: <laughs> I'm just waiting for you guys to finish up here.
1: Oh, this is gross. Yeah, I think that's about enough of that. Yeah, yeah
0: I
3: can send you a few YouTube links if you want. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> I'm
0: put a good. bit of show notes. Yeah, I
3: don't really do. <laughs> so, apparently, that book is is about these guys. It, I mean, ostensibly, it's about them getting together to do this thing for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, apparently, it's a kind of a coming to terms with middle age for 22 men story.
0: Oh, so. so or they could buy Miadas. <laughs>
3: Either way. Uh, question two. What is the name of the game made up by Phineas to highlight his own physical prowess in the in the novel A Separate Piece?
2: Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: A made up sport?
3: So there's Maybe this a novel name's... called A Separate Piece. Uh-huh. Maybe you've heard of it. Nope. No. Oh. Mm-mm. In it, in... Oh. <laughs> it was required reading for my high school, and oh. I read it. I read it several times since then. Actually,
1: did you go to a German high school? So Separate piece.
3: Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got
0: it. Thank you, Davo. No, that's great. Uh, I'm uh, I'm locked in uh, with a a made up sport. I'm locked in. Same here.
1: Okay, Andy, what's your answer? Uh if it's a made-up fake sport, it must be pro wrestling. Well,
2: it's not, it's not fake. That's why yeah, you slapped at those bars. It's An open
0: hand slap. <laughs> what? Oh,
2: <laughs> Kels, I went with basketball. David,
0: well, if we're gonna get technical, all sports are made up. So, I'm gonna say sports ball.
3: <laughs> you are all the wrong f- the correct answer correct answer is blitzball.
2: Blitzball. Oh.
3: No. the rules no. I, as I recall the oh, rules yeah. are essentially as I recall one player gets the ball and everybody else tries to knock him down
2: sounds like killing
3: me yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's more nuanced than that it's more nuanced than that but uh, that's essentially the rules Okay. Okay. Yeah. It took place during uh, during World War II. So that's where the name came from, from the Blitzkrieg. And the ball's a live ah. grenade.
0: Oh, no? No, I think, <laughs> was,
3: not. I think it was a. I'm not sure. I don't remember what kind of ball it was now. All right. Question three. In the novel Forrest Gump, what three sports did Forrest participate in for four points each? Ooh. <sighs> you know,
1: I honestly didn't know what it was about. Mm-hmm.
3: I knew that part, but I never read
2: it. Tom Hanks did a good enough job for me.
1: I knew it was an overrated
3: movie. (laughs) Even if I reluctantly grant you that the movie's overrated, it's still way better than the novel.
1: (laughs) Wow. I mean, you know the original name for that film was uh, Plot Convenience Playhouse? (laughs) (laughs) That was the entire point of the story. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. I'm locked in.
0: Plot convenience playhouse. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I have
1: to I have to be honest. Plot convenience playhouse is stolen from Mystery Science Theater 3000. That was a regular reference they would make when there was a ridiculous you know a coincidence in the plot. I love it. Jenny was a horrible, horrible person.
0: Jenny was the worst. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm I'm locked in.
3: All right, Kells, what's your answer?
2: Okay, well, I've never uh, read the book, but I have watched the movie a lot. So I went football, ping pong, and I get track and field. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about <clears throat> ping pong.
1: Yeah, me too.
3: There you
0: go. I put down football. Basketball and track.
1: And Andy. I put down track first, then football. I believe, wasn't he involved in um, wheelchair basketball with his Vietnam buddy vet that lost his legs? You know what that's called, Andy?
3: Basketball? It's called murder ball. Murder ball. Murder ball. Yeah, there's a documentary Mm -hmm. about it that's pretty brutal. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's a good documentary. It's really, really good.
1: So they brought basketball back to the Aztecs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> These heavily reinforced
0: nice. wheelchairs. Uh, it's, you, you got guys in really heavily reinforced, like, like you know, running wheelchairs, the ones that have yeah. the wheels tilted for speed. And if you want to get the ball, you run into each other. And and it's... Wow. Yeah, it's
3: pretty, it's pretty rough. So, Kels, you would have been completely correct if i had been talking about the movie mm. however he did not run in the the book instead he became a professional wrestler yeah so the correct the correct answer is football ping pong and professional wrestling
1: uh well, i suppose the
3: whole movie was fake <laughs> because in the novel in the novel, he was uh, Forrest was something like six foot four and two fifty or, or something like that. He was like, he was the Rock. He was he was very very foul mouthed. Yeah, he, he was Dwayne Johnson. He was Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four: What sport is the 1969 novel Fat City based on?
2: Hmm. Fat City. I have a pretty good. Yes.
0: I'm locked in. I have a guess as well.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm locked in with a pretty solid guess.
2: All right. Kells? Well, when you said Fat City, I thought about Minnesota Fats, who I believe was a a very famous pool player. So I said pool or
3: billiards. Okay, David.
2: I had the exact same
0: train of thought. You said fat. I thought Minnesota Fats. Then I thought Jackie Gleason. then I thought, man, that's a good movie. Then I thought, what am I going to make for dinner? And then I came back to the quiz <laughs> and wrote down pool.
1: <laughs> no. Um, You know, when I think of fat sports, I think of the Boston Red Sox and, and people like Big Poppy. Uh So I went with baseball.
0: 1969.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there were fatties on the Red Sox then too. <laughs> I apologize to all our listeners who are fatties.
3: What about the what about the participants who are fatties?
1: Sure, them too. I mean, I'm obese as well, so we're all good. <laughs>
3: so, anyway, you're all wrong. Oh, would it help? I'm not wrong would about the Red Sox. It, bunch of fatties. Would it help if I told you that there was a 1972 John Huston movie starring Stacey Keach and Jeff Bridges? No. Oh, I would have gotten it then. Not me. It's The boxing. correct answer is boxing.
2: What? Huh.
3: That movie I'm also got an Oscar nomination for supporting actress for uh, Susan Tyrell.
2: Susan Tyrell.
3: All right. Well, that was a one of our weaker performances in our sports categories. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I feel like we should do I, it I over. Know. Okay. <laughs> no. Question one. Throwback. <laughs> at, at the end of round two, our scores are Kells with thirty, and David and Andy tied with thirty-four. Whoa. Oh. So let's move on to comedies. I like to laugh.
1: I like funny, funny
3: things, funny books, but not like funny books. If you get my not funny, books.
1: like me, but funny.
3: No, yeah, I was not thinking. Funny like I, I get that. I was thinking more like not comic, not things not comic that make books. you laugh.
1: I prefer. I prefer
0: the comic books, but comedies are just fine. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> question. Question one. Born a Crime is the memoir of a South African with a black mother and white father. Whose memoir is it? locked in i am locked in in as well andy trevor noah kels
0: trevor noah and david trevor noah
3: correct answer is trevor noah so it was basically that the title comes from the fact that it was illegal for a mixed race couple to have child so he was born a crime good lord yeah Question two, what classic sci-fi comedy series of novels was originally a radio play, but has also been adapted to live theater, film, vinyl LPs, audiobooks, video games, and comic books? I am so locked in. I am locked in as well.
0: I have a hunch. You should get that looked at.
2: Uh, I'm locked in. Kels. Well, I fought the temptation to go with Rick and Morty because it's a little too, little too young, and the way that Andy locked in, I figured it has to be Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
0: Dave. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
1: Andy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Correct answer is
2: Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Thanks for tipping your hand, Andy.
1: Sorry. A L- little trivia nugget that I've always enjoyed because it's it's it is genuinely my, my favorite series of books. It's one of the few books I've been able to reread multiple times. Um, Douglas Adams was not only the author, he was a terrible procrastinator. And many of the main plot devices of that book were born out of we're going on the air on the radio tomorrow in three hours. I got to come up with something um, like the, uh, the improbability drive, which is absolutely hysterical was born out of crap. I got to get these guys out of the situation. You know, <laughs> <tonight.">
3: <laughs> Question three, what is the name of the travel book that was the best selling of Mark Twain's books during his lifetime? It was an account of his trip to the Holy Land and various side trips. Oh,
1: oh damn. Oh, it feels like a breath of fresh air.
0: Do not know Do this. Not know this. Uh, I'm going to lock in with an answer. <laughs> okay. David? Same here. Well, I had no idea. So I put a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court because it's...
3: Ooh.
1: A book that he wrote. Andy? Innocence Abroad.
2: Kells. Oh, the places I've
3: gone. <laughs> <laughs> you got Dr. Schuss on the brain. <laughs> Quick answer is Innocence Abroad. I was surprised to learn that that was the best-selling of his books during his lifetime. Yeah, I guess I didn't know that either. Question four. For five points each, what are the names of the gentleman of leisure and his valet created by P.G. Woodhouse in the early twentieth 20th centuries? Twentieth 20th century.
1: I I have never ever heard <laughs> this of this. This is like
0: itching in the back of my brain. This I think I heard this at some point in the Chinese restaurant in Baltimore in nineteen ninety-four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there
1: was a magazine. <laughs> uh,
0: oh man, I'm just gonna write this down. All right I'm, like, I'm writing down the wrong answer because I'm very curious to see what the right answer is.
1: I'm I in. am locked in as well. I'm in. let's do it. All right Andy. the only characters I can think of with a, uh, with a valet Hal Jordan and Cato. Hal Jordan? (laughs) Green Lantern. Um, It's Green Hornet with Kato. Oh, well, whatever.
0: (laughs) Green something. (laughs) Very different. (laughs) You don't know. I I do. I
1: really do.
3: 1% of our audience is outraged right now.
1: should have said Robin. (laughs) Robin's the best answer for valet.
2: Yeah, so... Had to be, had to be Bruce Wayne and Alfred. <laughs> yep. Dave,
0: you guys are completely off. You're all wrong. Are we? yeah. It's Doctor Quest and Race Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> of
4: course. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're right. Dave was right. Give him the points. Once again, <laughs> you're all wrong. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, you
1: fools.
3: <laughs> Probably the most famous uh, famous adaptation of these books were um, Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry. They did four different series of Jeeves and Wooster.
1: Oh, oh!
3: Bertie, Bertie Wooster was a gentleman of leisure, and uh, Jeeves was his valet.
0: Man, that
2: was... Yeah, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, okay.
3: Okay. <sighs> okay, well... At the end of round three, Andy has 64, Davo 54, and Kel's 50. Yes.
1: Bow down before me, San <laughs> wow. Kneel before Zod, halfway through? Yeah. What are doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm feeling my oats.
2: Apparently.
3: I really hope you follow me. Nope, house.
1: nope. I'm feeling my oats. This is going to be good.
3: Oh, All right, Andy, how do you feel about banned books?
1: Banned? Books?
3: Oh. Like books that have been banned. Oh, about there are two books, about, books about
1: rock bands. I feel better about <laughs> books about
3: rock bands, but I'm okay with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, Question one What children's book was banned from some schools in the late 80s because of a tiny illustration of a topless woman on a beach scene? What? I, don't know, I have an easy mode. I have an easy mode for half points if you. I'm if locked in. Really? All right, yep. let me think about this. I have a. Yes,
2: easy mode for me.
3: Okay, yeah, I'm locked in. All right, so David and Andy are locked in. Kells for half points. The the easy mode is, it must have been really hard to find. Yes,
1: I guessed right.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm locked in. Kels? the way you phrase the easy mode, I I threw out. Where's Waldo? Okay.
1: Andy? I was guessing Where's Waldo as well, because it was the only book I could imagine where you'd have something like that hidden. Deva? Where's Waldo?
3: Correct answer is Where's Waldo. So speaking of Dr. Seuss, what Dr. Seuss book was banned in Layton, California because it allegedly portrays the logging industry in a bad light?
1: Locked
0: in. Locked in. Locked in. Andy. Horton Hears a Who? Devo. The Lorax.
2: Oh,
3: shit. The Lorax. <laughs> Son of a- correct, correct answer is the Lorax. <laughs> ah,
1: wrong conservation book. Ah.
3: Apparently that's a big logging, uh, <sighs> logging Yeah.
1: That one's going to sting. Yeah. I'm genuinely in my AP U.S. History class teaching Dr. Seuss right now, because we're in World War II. Unless yeah, I'd be teaching it, and I—I I am embarrassed. <laughs> I—that uh, one stings. Now I hate everybody. <laughs> all of all of you must die. There he is. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> all
3: right, this is a a little bit longer question than usual question three what is the name of the u.s postal inspector and morality protector who destroyed 15 tons of books and claimed that books are feeders for brothels he influenced congress to pass a law with his name that made it illegal to deliver obscene lewd, or lascivious material through the u.s mail or other modes of transportation Wow,
1: never heard of this guy
3: You know, I'll I'll throw you I'll throw you I don't know if this is gonna be a help. I didn't put the date in here, but I believe this was it was around the turn of the century, turn of the it was around nineteen hundred-ish. Wow.
0: I am locked in. I have no idea, but I am interested to hear about this guy.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm locked in. He was a peach.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Swell dude. I'm locked in. David? I said his name was Silas Nogudnik. <laughs> uh,
2: you said he was a, an inspector, so I went with Clouseau.
1: Hmm. Andy? Sounds like the work of Mr. Hilter to me. Good old Hilter. If you're a fan of Monty Python, you know where I'm going there.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the correct answer is uh anthony comstock
0: oh that's the comstock act
3: isn't yeah. comstock load
0: mm,
3: no. Okay. No, no different uh,
1: comstock <laughs> he
3: he bragged at one point that he drove 15 people to commit suicide in his fight for the young
0: oh what a, a what a great human being
2: yeah
3: it's been fun at parties yeah did you hear about the time
0: I drove 15 people to suicide? Where are the cruder days?
3: <laughs> Question four. Between 1961 and 1982, what novel was the most censored book in U.S. high schools and libraries? And I have an easy mode for half points.
2: Yep, locked in. Most censored.
1: And I have read this book. You rebel. I'm gonna
0: lock in with a guess, a good guess, but no a guess.
3: So. It, by censored, I mean it was banned, right. not that parts were cut out yes. necessarily.
0: Oh, okay. Redacted. Um... <laughs> I, I, I heard,
3: you heard you getting caught up on that on that word, Kels. I wanted to make clear that I, I appreciate that. So give me the... uh, between 19, between 1961 and
1: 1982. Shoot! Shoot! I locked in too early.
3: Son of
2: a... I'll go with the easy mode, because I need points.
3: Okay. Uh, David you and Andy are both locked in?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm
3: locked in with the wrong answer. Okay. <laughs> so, for Kells, the easy mode is, it's been associated with several famous shootings. Oh, poo! Yeah. Several famous shootings. Poo! Like, shootings, like, assassinations and assassinations. Yeah. I don't think I...
2: Um, it's probably, it's probably not this, but um, I'm
3: going to lock in. Okay. Yeah. Andy, I know you would have gotten it with the easy mode for sure. Yeah. Uh, so Kells, what's your answer?
2: I just threw an anarchist cookbook.
1: <laughs> Andy. I'm going to do this in reverse. I'm going to give the correct answer first and my answer, which is incorrect. Second, it's JD Salinger's catcher in the rye. I went with mis- mishearing the dates. I meant with uh, "Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret." Oh,
0: yeah, yeah that one was up there, Dave. Hmm. Well, I do. I, I also once you said assassinations, I did get "Catcher in the Rye," but uh, I went with Lolita. Oh, that's a
3: good one.
4: Mm.
3: Well, the correct answer is indeed "Catcher in the Rye." Mm. it's it's been challenged as being vulgar sexual blasphemous immoral rebellious and for the promotion of drinking smoking lying promiscuity and sexual abuse and for being part of an overall communist plot
1: yeah seriously though i want to know where the ducks go in
3: the winter (laughs) it's also one of the best books of the 20th century all right at the end of round four we've got david and andy tied with 74 Mm. And Kells was 65. Not, not a high-scoring game. Come on,
1: music and literature. Come on, comic books. Comic books. Comic books, they're not real literature. Robin got caught, Batman had to save him. There, every book you ever read. Category 5, illustrated <laughs> classics. Hey!
3: <laughs> no,
2: no, 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 just kidding, just kidding. Oh, just for, kidding. oh man, I started writing so disappointed
3: no uh category five is one hit wonders one hit wonders well we already did jd
1: salinger (laughs) Uh,
3: well he actually he actually wrote multiple books these are people that only wrote one novel
2: oh okay okay
3: uh and this is a question we've actually had before it'll be interesting to see if you uh if you guys get it again question one of the three bronte sisters which is the only one that finished one novel and then for a bonus, what which novel was it?
2: Oh, my gosh. Don't do this.
1: My wife is currently reading the biography of all the Bronte sisters that we've been talking about at dinner every night. I am locked in.
2: Are you? Oh, that's not fair. That's I totally to God. Right. God yeah. I, am is, I want lawyer.
0: you to get Thankful. Wendy on the horn, and <laughs> I want the added, the added help that you're getting with the homework, because this is bull.
2: No, it's all about life experiences. It really oh, is. Yeah, I am
1: so lucky on this one because I'm sure I got it wrong the first time.
2: I think I did too because I can only think of one book from I can only think of one sister. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm like and there's hmm. only one
0: reason why I can think of that sister.
2: <laughs> why
1: nope. I'm sure I got this wrong the first time. Thank you, Wendy you should
0: give you should give 5 points to Andy and 5 points to Wendy to use when she comes on the show this is bull <laughs> just set her up a charge account your <laughs> credit's good. Yeah.
2: Is everybody locked in? Yes. Uh I'm locked in and know. I'm totally locked in. You can only think of one, no Dave. One? Yeah. I can usually two like flash immediately and it takes me a second to get the third one I only think of one
3: um yeah I'm like Devo what's your answer Emily Bronte and you want to hazard a guess on no No. (laughs) I
2: also went with Emily I thought about Charlotte first because I had to read Jane Eyre well I think she wrote other stuff but uh the book would have to be Wuthering Heights Oh,
0: God,
1: that flashed in my brain, too. What the what? Andy. Oh, my <laughs> you God.
0: Know what? You gotta...
1: I got the sisters mixed up after being, I said Charlotte Bronte, but I said Wuthering Heights.
3: Well, I'll give you the bonus, although I probably ought not. Since you've been talking about
1: it every night. I don't know. I'm in I'm so... This is why I'm failing my
3: class. And the, and the boss does not go to Andy. It goes to Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Emily Yay. and Wuthering Heights.
0: You want to know how mixed up I got when you asked that question? I'm afraid to... It's. It, you're going to love this. You asked that question and then I was like, oh, it's Emily Bronte. Oh, it's got to be Wuthering Heights. No, it can't be Wuthering Heights because that was written by Jane Eyre. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I just went (laughs) completely.
2: Oh, that is funny. So I just
0: lost it all.
3: It just all went away. (laughs) And yet you still got 10 points. I
0: did. It's amazing. And the only reason I remembered Emily Bronte is because Emily's my wife. <laughs> about those life <laughs> yeah.
3: It doesn't well, matter how you get there, as long as you get there. Yeah, as as you, you do not there. have to show your work on this game. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right,
3: question two: The seven volumes of *In Search of Lost Time*, also translated as *Remembrance of Things Past*, is the only completed novel by what French author of the early twentieth century? Uh huh.
1: I am guessing that the answer I have developed is the exact same answer. If I've, or did you did you this one's no the last one's a repeat. Okay, yeah.
0: He's so confident <laughs> he doesn't know it. it. He thinks it's a repeat answer.
1: Now I got the yips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: the yips. Man. All right, I'm I I have my answer. I can't think of any twentieth century.
3: I'm locked early early twentieth century. I'm locked
0: in with the name of a Frenchman. Uh, I'm locked in. David, uh, I went with the work of a Frenchman that was a bane to me and my fellow medieval historians in college, Michel Foucault.
3: I, for some reason, I thought you were going to go with Andre the Giant.
0: <laughs> now, see, I just wanted to show I've read highbrow books. Yeah, <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. What else?
2: I had no idea because all of the French authors I could think of were way earlier than that. So I went with Ray De La Guy. <laughs> well, a raw, it's not Ray nice. G, It's his brother, Waugh. Nice.
1: <laughs> it's just waggy
3: <laughs> Andy I went with Pepe Le Pew Well the correct answer Is Marcel Proust uh, Or Proust uh, oh. oh Okay <sighs> Yeah he, he only wrote one novel But it was a doozy It was something like 3,000 pages long Wow and if you're gonna do it Go big or go home <laughs> <laughs> question three the novel "Save me the last waltz was published in 1932 and is the only novel written by what socialite and painter it's a semi-autobiographical story about her life with her significantly more prolific husband hmm. oh come on man <laughs> <laughs> this is one well i'm gonna need first and last name is it oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man i wish i was smart
0: i wish i was a little bit taller
1: wish i was a bowler
0: all right i'm writing down an answer
1: 1930s painter
3: oh locked in she painted I don't know that she's a famous painter.
1: Oh crap! Now you put it like that, I have the <laughs> wrong
3: answer.
2: <laughs> ah man, yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna point. Wow, great okay. guy,
0: Andy. Hold on. Well, oh, I, was I was feeling. Oh, we cannot. Oh wait, wait, wait.
1: We cannot continue. Oh, sorry. Hang yeah. hey, time. Thank you. There you go. Sorry about that. All right, Andy. I was feeling good about my answer there for a minute. Nineteen uh, thirties painter; her husband was also a prolific artist. I went with Frida Kahlo. When I said prolific, I meant he was a more prolific, right? And I'm realizing awkward. now that, yeah, David. Well,
0: we've all seen in in dental offices the work of the magnificent Thomas Kincaid. Well, he has a wife who was a socialite and who tried to paint in his style named Gertie Kincaid. And she just couldn't quite capture the bland, natural feel of Kincaid.
1: Hmm. Wow. Mm
2: -hmm. They're not all funny. They're not all funny. (laughs) That feels made up, but I think that's true.
0: It's totally made up.
3: It's totally made up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure Thomas Kincaid wasn't born for another twenty some years after that, but he's much older than you think. (laughs) No. No. I mean mean, he's Yeah. He just he died this century.
4: Mm.
3: Well, the wife of F Scott Fitzgerald is named Zelda.
1: Oh.
3: I did not know she had written a book she only wrote one
1: huh.
3: i wish i maybe i should have i should have probably phrased that one differently maybe put I, no i there. i never would have gotten that so uh, i i don't know if i would have gotten that man i was better off with the punt. <laughs> <laughs> question four john kennedy Toole couldn't get his single novel published and committed suicide in 1969 In 1980, his mother finally got it published and it earned a Pulitzer Prize for fiction in 1981 and is now considered to be a classic work of Southern U.S. literature. What is the book?
2: Locked in. Southern U.S. literature.
1: Well,
0: (laughs)
2: I'm going to punt. Oh, right guy. Well, Andy does not learn, does he? now he He does not learn
1: how would you okay i'm just gonna be quiet i don't know how you think that
2: no andy andy we gave oh oh, 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 i'm sorry uh, hang time once again andy just don't learn (laughs) we have a system man
1: (laughs) sorry man sorry i was distracted
2: I got a.
3: I have a guess that's very loosely related. I guess. <laughs> All right, David. What's your answer?
2: Punt.
3: Oh, you. You, <laughs> punted.
2: No. Uh, you said Southern literature, and so I thought about the the Confederacy. So I said the Confederacy of Dunces.
1: Andy. Yeah, I am surprised David didn't get this because it was the original name for the show when we were, uh, you know, brainstorming. <laughs> A confederacy of
3: dunces. You know, you're, you're, you're actually kidding about that, but that would have been a great it would name. would have been a great what name, I know. It's spot on. And it, is the correct, and it is the correct answer to this question.
0: We wish we used it to pull a surprise.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right. Here's our scores at the end of round five. They could be closer, but not much. Devo. 84. Andy, 86. Kells, 87. Wow. Literally anybody's game
1: in the literary game. Uh Uh-huh. See what I did there? (laughs) Confederacy of Dunces.
3: Which brings us to our last question, our last category, which is movies.
1: Ah, crap.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Well well played, Kells. Congratulations. These are movies. These are movies about novelists.
1: Movies about novelists.
2: About novelists. I know
3: two. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I can come up with one off the top of my head, though. Okay. Well, and there's another. There's another theme to it too, but there's no bonuses. Oh, for good. It. Oh. it's kind of a secret theme. Uh huh. Question one: In the 1980 Kubrick version of The Shining, aka the good one, what sentence does Jack Torrance type repeatedly when he's supposed to be writing his next novel?
2: I'm locked in. Locked in. All right, fast.
0: I'm writing it as we <laughs> speak, but I want to make sure that I'm locked in.
1: I'm locked in. Andy. All work and no play makes Jack a. Uh, uh, wait, oh, I was running as I was talking. Did you write <laughs> it down All or work not? And no play makes Jack a. <laughs> that ain't. <laughs> Oh, all work and no play makes no
3: son. Of a... <laughs> makes no I thought sense. you were locked in. Are you locked in, or are you not locked in? I
1: was locked in as I was writing, and then you you came to me. You went blank. Went blank. <laughs> all work and no play makes Jacks. A... All work and no play makes Jack a very dull boy. Okay, David.
0: All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy.
1: Uh,
2: I think that adverb might cost Andy. Yeah. Uh, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy.
3: Uh, yeah. Andy, I'm going to deduct two points for the. I'm fine with that. The, you should deduct all the
1: points because I was writing as I was locking in, and that's not right. Yeah, we don't have a time limit, so you don't need I to am. rush to lock in. <laughs> it's It's all about that glory of locking in right away. Like, I know this. And I'm an idiot.
3: (laughs) Question two. What movie, based on a novel about a novelist, is the only Stephen King adaptation to win an Oscar? Locked in. Oh. Locked in. And to be clear, it's an Oscar of any kind. Yeah. You said only? Uh, That's what my information says. It's just surprising to me. But I'm I'm still locked in If you can think of any others, then I'll give you both. Nah, no, that's points. not
2: surprising when I think about it. I thought about the the, the finale of it. And yeah, I understand. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm your biggest fan. Um
3: I locked in. David, you you locked in, right, David? I did. Okay. What's your answer?
2: Uh, misery. Kels. Uh Kathy Bates won Best Actress in Misery.
3: And Andy.
1: Yep, Misery. I had to go through the whole Kathy Bates scene of of hitting him in the knees with the ankle it chamber, and yeah, was it was the ankle? ankle?
3: Yeah, yeah. But he's in bed. I don't remember it being anyway. It was. It was definitely his ankle.
2: Okay, hobbling.
3: Okay. Right. Uh, the correct answer is Misery, and Andy, it's number one fan, not biggest fan.
0: Yeah, oh, right. I'm your number oh, one right. fan.
3: Okay. Question three, what is the name of the short story that Stand By Me is based on? Locked In. Locked In.
2: I, I don't know. I wish you could have asked about Shawshank. <laughs> I, know that I would
3: have, but there's no there's no novelist in Shawshank.
2: You're right.
3: But there isn't Stand By Me. Actually, I don't know if he's a novelist, but he is a writer. Get busy living or
1: get
2: busy dying. They want to nail. <laughs> I'd like to tell you, and if all took good fight, that'd be a fairy tale. I am like that. Crawled through a river of- okay.
3: <laughs> you never look at a man's shoes.
2: <laughs> Kels, uh, I wrote. I saw a dead guy today.
1: Close. I oh, want to way so close. Andy, the body, and I want to ask: Is this part of the Bachman books? I think it is. Mm. I know.
0: No, it wasn't. No, it was a like short story.
1: It's not one of the Bachman books. No. Well, the Bach, there was there were short stories in the
3: Bachman books as well,
1: mm-hmm. but this is not a Bachman. Okay. Book. Not, not a
3: Bachman book. Okay. It was a uh, part of different seasons. Deva. the body. Correct answer is the body.
2: Hmm. Makes sense.
3: And question four. What 1993 film starring Timothy Hutton is about a novelist attempting to symbolically bury his murder mystery writing pen name so he can focus on more highbrow novels.
1: You know, when Timothy Hutton speaks, people listen. <laughs> that's
0: that's EF yeah, Hutton.
1: No, you're supposed to You're, supposed to, oh.
3: you're oh. supposed to pause
2: right after you say Hutton. I always get those two mixed up. I was about to say, Andy you just threw me all the way off. <laughs>
1: That's my game because I have no idea what the answer is, so I'm screwing with you
2: guys. <laughs> I'm locked in.
3: I know this isn't right, but I used to watch this as a lot as a kid, so I'm locked in. So I I don't know if it would help people that aren't Stephen King fans, but the sort of semi-theme of this category is that they're all Stephen King. are all, all Stephen th- King. Oh! So I don't know if that would have helped you at all with this one. Andy, what did you you come up with? uh, I went with Monty Python's
1: Accountancy, Shanny. Devo? The Dark Half.
2: And Kells. It'd be really cool if Stephen King wrote this. I said Delirious with John Candy. (laughs)
3: The correct answer is The Dark Half. Dark Half. Never heard of that one. Well done, Devo. Yeah, I love me some Stephen
1: King. (laughs) <laughs> i know stephen king really well until about the time i graduated high school so anything after 87 88 i'm a little unclear on i celebrate his entire catalog all of it even well now. not all of it he, Yeah, i love it he's, great. he's 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 got a few oh, stickers. a much better book than it was a film oh yeah the book. No, is not the movies the, movie. the movies are awful the books are great
2: Yeah. Okay. I give you, okay. I give you that
1: though. In the end, both of them are stupid spider and that's kind of a letdown,
2: big letdown.
3: You know, there's a, there's a meme going around where someone has taken a bunch of library books and put them together to make this kind of poem about being in quarantine and stuff. And I, I was looking at it and I thought, Oh, that's really cool how they did that. Because it's just a picture of this bookshelf with these books, and if you read the titles, it has a poem. Mm-hmm. But like the third word is "it" by Stephen King, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at it and I'm like, "That's a really skinny book." And then I realize that that is not real. Someone there's a there's this artist who who does this kind of thing um, digitally, and uh, but nobody nobody else, none of my friends that posted that on Facebook picked up on the fact that it is more than like a 200-page book. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Kells is in third place with 107. Andy has 114, and Devo 124. Yeah. Don't mess with King and Devo. That's right. All right, give me a
1: category I can win in.
3: Devo was perfect in that round. Mm -hmm. All right. Give me music final final question. According to a random page I found on Wikipedia, what are the top-selling <laughs> books series of all time? <laughs> Notice... <laughs> oh, crap. <I'm> Notice, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Note that these are all fiction books. Many of them are children's books, and some of them are by various authors and ghostwriters. So it's really more about the brand than the author.
1: So... Name of the series, or do I have to have the series in the author, or?
3: No, just just an indication that you know what the series is about. I don't need the name of individual books or, or anything like that, but. That says,
0: According to a random page I found on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious.
3: <laughs> it wasn't really random, I looked for it just for context the there i think there's actually 12 or 13 on this list the lowest the, the the fewest sold are 200 million books in the series and the most is 500 million books
0: holy crap so that
3: was that's what we're basing we're not basing it on revenue we're basing it on number of numbers books
0: of books sold.
3: okay and also just the the number of books in the series range from five in one series all the way up to like 400 or more mm-hmm.
2: but do not attempt to adjust your radio there is nothing wrong we are taking control in order to bring you this brief announcement and we'll return you to your podcast as soon as you've been informed we just wanted to take a second to shout out the trivia rogues our brothers in trivia arms so, if you're looking for a little more sensation with your information, give them a listen. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast, already in progress. I got eight. And
1: I, I'm actually doing pretty good here. And I am. This is one of my favorites from when I was a kid. Oh, and this one? Oh, I am rocking this category.
2: I know it's, I know it's well uh, I know it's a couple that I I got to be just overlooking.
0: Oh, there's bunches I'm overlooking. I'm sure.
2: I'm trying to think. I right.
3: ten right. Yeah. Have Have you ever played this game before?
1: Just you know what. <laughs> Usher a hundred kids to the College Board exams during quarantine,
2: you let me know how well you sleep at night. Uh now just for just for my clarification, you said most of these were kids, young adults,
3: right? Not yes. all Not all of them. Yeah. Uh
1: oh, I went with most of the children, Grandma, Take think I Single adult series in here; and all adult or, or young
3: or young adult. Damn, man! But yeah, I would oh, at least seventy-five no. percent of them are children's series, right. probably. Um
2: right. okay.
3: okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking it. with
0: what I got. I'm locked in, man.
1: I have a parenthetical.
2: I got. I raced one for something I thought would do better, and now I can't remember what it is.
3: Shouldn't erase. You should just mark off.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. No, well, I hadn't. I hadn't written down the one that I thought would be better. I remember what. The oh, one you, was. you've you virtually erased it. Yeah. Uh,
3: Tales from
2: the Mothership. No, only I would read that, and I keep checking it out so nobody
1: else could check it out. Right. Problem is, those stories have no beginning or no end. It's the best kind. Yeah.
3: Hey Andy, could you make mine
2: the P funk? Yes, I can. Neil wants his funk uncut. Mm-hmm. Don't step on you my pure adulterated funk. I have ten as well, I'm locked them.
3: All right, Kels. Since you are in third place, we're going to start with you.
2: Okay. All right. I started with the recent one, "A Song of Ice and Fire." Oh, Mother of Pearl.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I tried reading those
2: and. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter, Uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Lord of the Rings, Ramona the Pest.
0: I like Ramona.
2: Amelia Bedelia. I used to love those books. Amelia Bedelia's. Yeah. Uh, Goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Babysitter's Club. Oh, wow. Uh, The Dark Tower. And Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
1: Oh, I wish. The world would be a better place if that was true.
2: It, really that didn't those don't sell well?
1: It the first one did, I don't think the, the rest of them sold much.
2: I mean they sold fine. I mean he he didn't die poor. Like, um, it might be that case, you know, where like the like a first album is like deemed a classic, so everybody's really waiting on the second album so it sells better. So I was hoping that
3: might be the case with that. I think he might have confused a lot of people and lost some sales when he wrote six books in his trilogy. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute. This is repeat the question.
2: This series, book series.
1: Oh, not trilogies. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Andy. What's your answer? All right. start with Harry Potter, Hardy Boys.
1: Hmm. Nancy Drew, Twilight. That's the one I forgot and couldn't get back. Goosebumps, <laughs> uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Do a good one. I wish I could buy a muffler.
2: Was that uh, you're
1: driving by? <laughs> the Railway Children, which is I I don't think it's going to make the top ten, but that was a big series in my childhood. The boxcar Children. No, the railway children. Uh, Boxcar Children was kind of the American version. Oh. Oh uh, if you want to get into your anyway. Winnie the Pooh. Mm. Uh, Babysitters Club. And I want to pronounce this right because everybody mispronounced it. it's Bernstein Bears. Oh my gosh. How... Not the Bernstein Bears, but the Bernstein Bears. It's Berenstain. Was oh, it Berenstain? Yeah. It's Bernstein
3: Berenstain. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, son of a... <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody.
3: You, you were half right, Andy. That's... know. <laughs> no. Deva?
0: Um, Goosebumps. Berenstain Bears. Uh, Harry Potter. The Mr. Men books. I loved those when I was a kid. They were great. The what? what, what? 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 Uh, the Mr. Men books. Mr. Men. It was Mr. M- it was like Mr. Happy, Mr. Sad, Mr. Tickle, Mr. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, Twilight. I'm a little troubled about Mr. Twick Tickle, but all right. <laughs> Twilight. Bad touch. Uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Divergent, the Divergent series. Mm. So, um, I don't know if it's that popular, but I, it just popped into my head. I also put the Hardy Boys. Um I put the Xanth series by Piers Anthony because there's scats of them and and uh the Hunger Games. Oh
2: my god. Oh. That, that'll do it. Yep, that one's gonna sting. That knocked me out. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I was in the but that, that that knocked me out. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: That's how we won the
2: game. Those were super. I don't know how oh,
1: cool. my parenthetical. I thought about after I locked in with 10. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, oh yeah. It's going to be stuff. Like I that. don't know how. I got to think there's Sherlock Holmes. I was trying to think of what was the name of uh, the female Mister Perot. Yeah, thank you.
2: Agatha Christie. Yeah, yeah, Agatha
1: Christie's Perot. Yeah, that should be in there, too. Hercule. And I thought of those after I
2: locked in with my 10. Man, I, Twilight and the Hunger Games. Those came down that conveyor so much. I I blanked on it. Ah, Hunger Games. It might be too recent. It might be those, those like they got a lot of action. I don't know how well they sold, but they circulated.
1: Like, you know, when I was uh, like middle school. I was reading every Hardy's boy Hardy Boys book I could put my hands on and Nancy Drew. I think the baby and and like friends club friends is
0: as well. Uh you know, the, the scholastic book club babysitter's club connection is moving a lot of copies. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Dude, do kids still read Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew?
2: It's still a FPL. Like um I got some play.
3: Okay. I got everything all tallied up here. Um, I'm going to say you guys didn't do quite as good as you thought you, you did, but that's okay. Those are all good. Those are all good options. And I, I can look, I can look some of them up, but I think, I think a lot of these are, are didn't make the 200 million book limit. Okay. So starting at the bottom, uh, nobody got diary of a wimpy kid. Oh, I there's like, like, the Robert Langdon books by Dan Brown, really? Yeah, Angels and Demons. Wow, wow. The only the only non English series on here is San Antonio, uh, which is a French series. It's it sounds it's basically a uh, James Bond guy without the fancy hardware. Okay. Um, so Andy, you kind of threw me on this one. The next one I have on the list is the Railway series, but this is the series of books that uh, Thomas the Tank Engine is based on. And I looked at oh, it, up, no. and that's, that's really? a
1: different one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I should have gotten Thomas I, Me tank. too.
0: I totally forgot about
1: that Oh, I've, I've just been introducing
3: my grandson to those rats. The next one on the list is Nancy Drew, which uh, one or two of yeah, you got. Yes. The next one is a British series called Naughty, N-O-D-D-Y. I'm not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Uh, there are fourteen or four hundred books in the Sweet Valley High series. Oh wow! Oh, uh, forgot about Sweet Valley High. This one kind of surprised me. There's 185 different books, uh, but number five on the bestseller list is Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh, nice! Oh, shoot. oh, shoot. oh. <laughs> I'm such a fan of those. Trade school. That's great. Oh. 200. That 250 hurts. million of those sold. Oh, that hurts. Well, that one's going to th- stay for a while. Number oh. four is the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. yeah. I'm out of contingent. Oh, Hang on. I, I didn't give Andy credit for that one. Unless I
2: get the rest of these and y'all don't, which I seriously doubt.
3: Number three, uh, kind of a surprise, Earl, St- Earl Stanley Gardner's Perry Mason series. That is a shock. <laughs> What
1: <laughs> not have gotten that in a
3: trillion years? There are eighty-two uh eighty-two Perry Mason novels. Wow. Number two on the list is Goosebumps. Yay. With okay. uh four hundred and eighty million sales. And number one on the list is Harry Potter. All uh, right. Uh, well. So by by my uh. count, Kel's got two correct. which gives him 127 and currently the lead. Andy, (laughs) I count four correct, uh, bringing you up to 154. And uh uh-oh, Devo got three correct, which means no, (laughs) for the tie. Oh! Oh. We haven't had a tie in so long that I... Don't bother writing uh, tiebreakers anymore. That's sad. Well, I guess I just win. Went... What? I, well, no. Hang on. What I'm going to do uh-huh. is uh, I mentioned that I did about a year ago. I did a books category or a books theme. Yeah. So I just pulled that up, and I'm going to find one of these questions. Oh crap. Um, <laughs> no i don't know i don't know who got these right or wrong in the past so um i'm just gonna
1: is there a music book question i'd go with that one there was a movie, a movie
3: a movie category yeah. music
1: movie oh, yeah music, music music category yeah i'd go with that
3: um and I kinda wanna consult with Kells to see if he remembers which of these was which. But
1: Oh, you know what? I'll take my headphones off and you guys can talk for a couple minutes, I promise. <laughs>
3: uh, I'll have my headphones off. <laughs> okay. I think we'll go with I think we'll go with the music one. No, no, because that's not really literature. I can't do that one. Hmm. There's another one about misery, but it's different.
0: I'll do another Stephen King one. I'm down with
1: that. Misery is a Beatles song. Does that help me win?
2: It shouldn't. It shouldn't be a music or a Stephen King related question. Or Robin. I doubt Robin showed up in the books. Episode. This,
3: this is really rough because yeah, like there's a, there's a couple care. sports ones, but I feel like a sports one is going to give Davo an advantage, yeah, and going to give Andy an advantage. So I guess I'll have to go with science. Science. So, yeah. stuff. we look, Andy. We
0: equally stink at this. It's going to be fun. Okay, well, we'll probably go
3: through the whole four questions before one of us gets it right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gorillas in the mist is the account of this scientist's work and the Karasoki Research Center in Rwanda. Who's the author?
1: Not going to talk a lot? I think I know. The... I'm locked. In I think yes, I remember I, what I wrote in. on this
2: question because I got it wrong.
0: I got it wrong too because I remember the primate ladies and I always get them mixed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's how they like <laughs> to refer to themselves no. too. The primate ladies, so
0: That's the what their that's that's well, what
3: their Facebook group's called, the primate ladies. Actually, <laughs> actually, all ladies are primates.
0: Oh, Oh, it's not her. It's not her. Who's the other one? Oh crap! I cannot. I cannot remember her name, and I know I'm wrong. Thank you. All right, I'm locked in.
3: Technology class. Okay. Um. So just so there's no cheating, both of you say your answer. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say three, two, one, and then you answer. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Diane Fossey. Oh. Correct answer. Diane Fossey. I see. Yeah. Oh. I, remember, I, remember, I
2: know when Jane Goodall, oh. that's what I wrote. <laughs> I
3: get those two
2: mixed up so much.
1: Oh, I do too. I, I do as well, except Jane Goodall's still alive and Diane Fossey's dead.
3: Yes, and, I know. And, and oh. Diane Fossey wrote the book. I wrote I was <laughs> <talking>.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, part of her fame is that she was killed protecting murdered the, the murdered, the, the murder, yeah, protecting the primates. Yeah. Uh, it's a
0: bitter statement. Oh. Congratulations, Andy. Thank you. Man, that one stings. I need to collect myself. Ugh. Good one, man. OT, we haven't had
2: that in a while. No, we they haven't, haven't had overtime a- in a long
0: time. I was sweating over here. Fossey and Goodall. Fossey and Goodall. I'm not going to forget that again. Fosse and Goodall.
3: Andy, are are you trying to say that you don't usually sweat when you're sitting there doing nothing?
1: No, honestly, it's already (laughs) like in the 70s in Arkansas, so I've been sweating all day. (laughs) Sitting here in front of my computer. Can't wait for it to drop back down to the 40s. I'll
2: get used to it, Yankee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, excellent match one and all. Uh, great questions, Neil. I I do enjoy the challenge and the. Uh, well, I'm just shook. I'm just shook because I will. I just get those. So, from all of us here at the <laughs> Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Shook
1: Davo with winner Andy. As I stood there, the lead confederate of the dunces stood up, and I was impressed with these. Confederacy of Dunces in the Mist. Wow! Oh boy, that
0: no. one. No way! That that was the no. winner. No. it's just horrible. Should I try again? Winner. No, you're, fine. you're totally fine, winner. Yeah. So long, winners.
2: <laughs> and Kells. I know I lost, but this episode was lit. Oh. <laughs>
0: And Neil.
3: The great Terry Pratchett said, stories of imagination tend to upset those without one. Signing off.
2: Uh, Greetings and salutations, all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, how can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people on Twitter at Little Brain. Or if Facebook's more your deal, you can look them up at Brain Ladle Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, brainladletrivia.com. Uh, now, if you're feeling generous, you can join a Patreon. Where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself a fancy show invite. How about that? Until we meet again, this has been 44... And I'm glad you joined us. Hope I'm out. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, All Rights Reserved.